The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers is on now. Talk 94.5. Can I play with madness? All right, it is 8.35 on The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. As you know, we've been following what's been going on in Ukraine all morning long. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about probably that, but also the lies that are being told by the Democrats. And joining us once again, we are so excited to have back Vince Everett Ellison. He is the author of The Iron Triangle and now his new book, 25 Lies Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies and How to Refute Them. He's live on the air with us. Good morning, Vince. Hello, I'm with the beautiful and fearless Liz Calloway. Life is good. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for joining us. You know, it's been quite some time since we've spoken to you, and I'm, I'm, I apologize for letting so much time go by, but I follow you on uh, Twitter, and you are always talking about lies that are being told. Is this book intended for people of color who are, uh, you know, being lied to, or is it for everyone? This book is for everyone, because the Democrats, as you know, Liz, my whole concept here, the Democrats are trying to divide Christians, black and white Christians, uh, 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 Asian, whatever, because he know, they know that if they divide us, they can control this country. And they've made black and white Christians fight against each other for the past 220 years. When you go down the history, you find it even after the Civil War, the primary goal of the white elite down south and the white Democrats were to keep black, poor black and poor whites fighting each other. And they did it very, very well. And, and, and because they knew that as long as we fought, fought each other, they could keep control. And they did keep control. They would call any white person that tried to help a black person an N-word lover. And they tried to keep this animosity between us. So 25 Lies is a sequel to Iron Triangle. And as you know, I was born on a cotton plantation. My father bought us out of poverty. I started working in a prison after college, and I saw these black men being locked up in these astronomical numbers. And the black and the black intelligence said it was white Republicans that were locking up these black men. And when I went into the ghettos to try to uh, help out to try to stop this, I didn't see any white Republicans down there. I saw a bunch of black Democrats, and I saw mostly black preachers, black politicians, and black civic organizers. I called them the Iron Triangle, and they were making as money by keeping black people under control for the Democrat Party. This is a sequel to that book. Now I'm trying to tell, I'm trying to tell white liberals, and, I mean, I'm sorry, white conservatives and conservatives in general, that you're right. Stay where you are. And this is how the Democrats are lying to the Democrats, the good Democrats that are voting for them. And I want to give them a weapon so they can use it. They, they have an arsenal to go out and defend themselves, their point of view, but also help their children, their grandchildren, their neighbors, their friends, and say, this is how they're lying to you. This is how you can refute it, but also to gird them up and let them know because they are being bombarded on all sides by the left. They're being called homophobes, uh, haters, uh, racists. And I'm tired of them calling my friends this. And I'm tired of these terrible, evil people just beating my friends and my fellow Christians down. They declared a statement in my book. I started out with this since 1800. The Democratic Party has been perpetuating the evilest institution on the earth. Mm. And I don't back down from it. You know, you don't mince uh, words at all on your Twitter. Um, it's uh, it's unbelievable some of the things that I have read there because, uh, I, I mean, 
I would say that you were probably um, attracting a lot of, uh, I don't want to say debate, but uh, have people been trying to cancel you? Um, I can imagine that they that they are. I mean, you, you have said that the Democrats think you're stupid. Uh, don't be deceived. Uh, watch, uh, vote for them and watch your towns and cities turn into wastelands because uh, now you're saying that they want to turn everything around and be tough on crime. And, you know, now they're moving from defunding the police. What do you sense that has happened since 2020, since the George Floyd incident? Well, they, they've allowed themselves for the first time in their lives. They told the truth for a moment. You know, they were telling the truth in the, in the 60s. Uh, well, for 100 years, they actually, well, for 200 years, they told the truth. They hated black people. Mm-hmm. They were racist, right? That's what they said. They said it. They weren't afraid yeah, of it. Right. Um, and, and if you look at the definition of Nazism, okay, Nazism is the use of politics to elevate one race over the rest, uh, over all other races. That's Nazism. That's what it is. The Nazis use politics to raise the Aryan race over all other races in the world. The Democratic Party did that for 200 years and was unapologetic about it. So the, they were Nazis before the Nazis were Nazis. Mm. And also in my book, I proved that the Nazis came over to America in the 1920s to consult with the Democrat Party. And they consulted with them regarding how could they make Jews second-class citizens and kill them the way the Nazis is the way the Democrats had been doing black people for mm. 200 years. This is a fact. I prove it in my book. So the Democrats didn't change after the 1965, uh, 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 after 1965. They didn't change after the 60s. They're the same evil party they've always been. If you don't believe me, look at the ghetto. Yeah. If you don't believe me, go to the ghetto. The black community is in the same condition it has been for the past 220 years under the care of the Democrat Party. And they're white elites live like kings. And black, and black people in these ghettos live like they're living on the plantation. It's not what they say. It's what they do. They set up a system that puts children in schools that will not educate them. Why? Because you can't control an educated slave. They've destroyed the black family. They've destroyed the economic system. They've destroyed the black church. They've demoralized these people to a point where they are in a state of learned helplessness. And the only thing that will help them is for good Christians like us, not the government, but for us to have an intervention. But that I mean, we got to take. Where sorry, are the ahead. pastors, Vince? Where are the pastors? We they have... are sold out. <sighs> the Iron Triangle. I talk about how the pastors are nothing but conduit between the Democrat Party and the black community. Mm-hmm. They are an apostate group of liars, thieves, and psychopaths. The black church, most of it, is now an apostate church. Jesus said there will be false prophets that will come in my name. Mm-hmm. When the disciples asked him, "How will you know them?" He said, not by what they say, not by what they do, but by what they produce. You will know them by their fruit. See, you will not get rotten fruit from a good tree, nor good fruit from a rotten tree. Each fruit and each tree will be of its own. If you look at the... If, and, and so I say, go to the ghettos and tell me what do you see. Good fruit or rotten fruit. Because if the fruit is rotten, the tree is rotten. And the black pastors, most of them, not all of them, most of them are apostate. And they are the cause of all of these problems, and they're going to pay for it. Vince, um, you know, I'm just wondering, how have you seen, have you witnessed with your own eyes, um, people reading your book or coming to the realization that what you're saying and and the truth be- behind what you're saying is life-changing to them to open their eyes? I mean, how, I mean, 
have you been able to infiltrate what's this deceit? Uh, uh, there was this poll by this um, group of scholars, uh, Book Authority. Book Authority put my book down as the most influential, as the 22nd most influential book in history regarding politics out of a list of 100. That's how influential this book has been. It has knocked the world of politics on its heel. Every time somebody reads this book, it changes their life. So when people pick up Iron Triangle or pick up 25 Lies, it transcends the way that they think. They find out things like Martin Luther King Jr. was kicked out of the black church in 1961. People don't know that. Hmm. He had to devise his own church because he was kicked out of the black church. Oh, I've That's never heard of that. Baptist Convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're breaking up a little, over. Vince. You're breaking up a little, and we, we don't want we don't want to miss a single word here. Um, so, I'm sorry. How yeah, about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, tell us again about the um, about Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, uh, and, and, and in 1961, he tried to take over the National Baptist Convention to 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 make it a, to make the Baptist Church a political conduit for the civil rights movement. It didn't happen. They got to fighting at the convention. They killed an old pastor. And they kicked King out of the black church. Hmm. So he started his own church, the Progressive National Baptist Convention. Raphael Warnock is part of that. And they are nothing but politics. They have nothing to do with Christianity. Hmm. This is nothing but politics. Look it up yourself. Your people, your listeners, look up the Progressive National Baptist Convention. You'll see it was started in 1961 when Martin Luther King Jr. was kicked out of the black church. Why? Because he tried to turn the black church to politics and away from its intended purpose and that was to keep to make sure that we saved souls, we baptized people, and got them prepared to live the rest of their eternal life in the presence of Jesus Christ. Now the black church has turned to nothing but politics, and it is an apostate church. These preachers don't know what they're doing when it comes to politics. Their job is to save souls, baptize people, get them prepared to live in the presence of Jesus Christ, and let politicians deal with politics. This is why they're being rolled. This is why they're being paid. This is why they're being misused, and they are destroying the black community. Now, 25 lies. One of the lies they say, you know, is that racism is the problem here in America. No, it's not. It's not racism. It's black male cowardice. Hmm. White men are not going down there doing snatch and grab, uh, 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 selling dope on street corners, leaving their children, uh, shooting people in the street, carjacking. This is being done by black men. There, there's another lie that says white conservatives are the enemy of black people. No, they're not. White conservatives are the best friend black people had. The, the real enemy of black people are white liberal elites. Mm -hmm. White Democrats have always been the enemy of black people. Then it's another lie. Guns are bad. No, they're not. You cannot be a free man unless you're willing to defend yourself. Your freedom was given to you by God. It is irrevocable, non-transferable, unsellable. There is another lie. It says you can be a victim and be a Christian. No, you can't. I'm an heir of Jesus Christ. I'm a son of God. Who can be superior to me? I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. You have to choose as a Christian, one or the other, whether or not you're going to stand on truth or you're going to stand on the lie. Because Jesus said, I was you be hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I spew you out. So we have black people saying, I'm a Christian, but I'm a victim. You're a liar. Choose one or the other. So I confront people with the truth, and 25 Lives confronts you with the truth. 
we deal with this stuff about LGBTQ is about equality. No, it's not. LGBTQ is about trying to use the law to force a division between Christians and God. If we accept what government says, God leads us. If we accept what God says, the government tries to put us in jail. It's the Daniel test. This is their trap. And we have to see the wiles of the devil and watch out for his snares. So LGBTQ is not about taking a person that might be suffering from homosexuality or transgender dysphoria and being mean or disrespectful to them. We're supposed to love these people, take care of them, and help them, and pray for them. But we are not supposed to turn against our God for them or anybody else. This is 25 Lies, and this is why your people need to buy it. Vince Everett Ellison, um, how can people follow you? I, I have you on Twitter, of course, but um, how can people find out more about uh, the book and, and about where you are? Because, uh, I mean, you've been on Laura Ingram. I mean, people have seen you on various um, podcasts and things like that. What what are you up to? What What is, um, I mean, is there any uh, effort for you to run for office or uh, what are you doing? Well, right, right now, I'm just, I'm just promoting this book. I'll be doing other things in the future if God sends it. Uh, if this book does well, you'll see me doing a whole lot of things. That's why I want your people to buy it. It's mm-hmm. $15 right now on Amazon. It's number one, number two in a lot of categories. It's been in the top ten ever since I released it a month ago. It is doing very, very well. But I want your listeners to understand this one thing. The Democrats are not after the fallen. They are the fallen. They want to put stumbling blocks in the way of people like us to, to, so that they, so that we don't save our children and our grandchildren because that's what they're after and mm-hmm. our friends. See, that's what they want. They want to put stumbling blocks in our way. And we need to understand, as C.S. Lewis says, people choose hell. Hmm. They choose it. Yeah. It, it, he, and, I, and when he said that, I said, what is he talking about? And when I see people doing drugs and want to go to drug rehab, they're choosing hell. When I see mm-hmm. a woman that stays with a man that beats her up, she's choosing hell. And when people vote for the Democrat Party that disarms them, locks their children in bad schools, and will abort half of, half of the children in the womb, they're choosing hell. Yeah. We have to understand that the Democrat Party heaven is an American hell. That's and it's the lesson, and we're going to take them out. Very powerful words. I mean, everything you say is so powerful, um, Vince. I, I mean, thank God um, that you have written this and you continued uh, the fight. I, I just um, wanted to get your opinion real quick, if if we could. Uh, we've been hearing a lot about this CRT stuff. Have people say on the left that it doesn't exist? We're making it up. It's a self fulfilling prophecy. Um, what have you been able to ascertain about CRT in schools and and the effort? to get children earlier and earlier with this, um, you know, pre-K efforts and, and uh, you know, free college after high school? What do you think? Well, thank you for bringing that up because I have a book. I have a chapter in my book about CRT and systemic racism. Um, the way you control people, you control them by demoralizing them. That's what they did in the Soviet Union. The Soviet dis- dissident came over and, and uh, he told how the Soviet Union controlled his people. They demoralized them. They beat them down. Well, the Democrats have done the same thing to black people, mm-hmm. and they called and 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 and, and they made us hate ourselves. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. had this uh, told they, uh, Larry King told the story about Dr. King that he was trying to uh, 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 integrate a hotel down in Tallahassee in 1961, and that um, uh, the man wouldn't give him a room. And when they called the police on King, the police asked King what he wanted, and King said, "I want my my dignity." See, I hate that story. 
because it implies that a $2 clerk could take the dignity of the most powerful black man in America. Mm. It implies that another man can give me my dignity. My dignity comes from God. Nobody can take my dignity. That was the difference between him and Muhammad Ali. Ali said, you can take everything from me, but you can't have my dignity. See, that's what CRT is doing. It wants to make white children hate themselves the way they taught black people to hate themselves. The hip-hop culture that put the, you know, the Bs and the Ws and mm-hmm. the N-word into the black community that made us look in the mirror and hate one another. And now we kill one another on an industrial level whenever we are put in close capacity to one another. They will do the same thing to white children. And if they can get you under that type of control, they will control you forever. Because the people that accept it are going to be liberals and Democrats. They are going to destroy their minds, and they're going to have them like they have the Soviet Union and they have the Chinese people completely and absolutely positively demoralized. And your white child will look in the mirror and see a racist. Mm. They are, they, they, they will walk, they'll look in the mirror and see a colonizer. And they'll look in the mirror and they'll hate themselves. And then they'll hate their neighbor that looks like them. And you'll see them killing each other like black people are killing each other right now. Hmm. We defeat them by telling them the truth. And when they come to you with this foolishness, as a white person, you can no longer be afraid to be called a racist. You look at them and say, you are a slave looking for a master. Hmm. I refuse to be your master. If you want a master, go to the Democratic Party because they are masters looking for slaves. I am a free person, and you are free. I will assist you in exercising your freedom the way I exercise mine. If you, want to, if you don't have a job, I'll help you find one. If you need education, I'll help you get it. If you need medical care, I'll help you get it. If you need spiritual counseling, I'll go with you to a preacher. But I will not live in condemnation for you, nor will I be a victim for you, nor will I enable you. And if you don't like that, I, if you try to come and take my freedom from me or try to come take anything of mine, I got two things that'll get you off my back. <laughs> Jesus and my 38. Come try me. Vince Everett Ellison, you always <laughs> you always stop my breath. I love it. Uh, we love speaking with you. Um, I'm not going to let so much time go by next time. Uh, buy the book, 25 Lies. You can find it on Amazon. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Liz, I love, I love Myrtle Beach. Got to come and visit us. Do, in, anytime you want to do something down there, just have me on live. When I'm down, I'll call you. Well, I'll come to you live and we'll have a good time. Oh, my gosh. I would love it. I'll have a whole event just for you. You shall, You tell me uh, when uh, you're in the neighborhood. Absolutely. I, 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 I lived in South Carolina for 20 years. I, I love Myrtle Beach. All I right. love Myrtle Beach and Charleston. I love it. When you're coming through, let me know. I sure will. God bless All you. Right. Thank you. And God bless your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. To you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk 94.5.